Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Two. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, Tox picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much. Never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities given despite the fact. The many misjudge because he makes a living from writing rats. Put it together himself, got a picture connect. Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect. He's only focused on what he wrote. His will is beyond reach, and now it all unfolds. Skill of an artist. This is 20% skill, 80% fear. Be 100% clear, because Ryu was ill. Who would have thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames? And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Ryu had this. Stupidest verse, this dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from a desk guy. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% And he's spitting fire in mice Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a he's a the type Women wanna be within rappers Hope he gets eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind of shit That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with wood He's got making his way to the top He don't think it's a comment on his name People keep asking him was it Giving them Justin Acre back in the saddle. Thanks for being with us. 
Nancy Holt is sitting in. Wes Moore is on a well-deserved vacation. And Christian also taking the day off. Let's hear it for Josh Neighbors. Show number two from producer <laughs> number one. He's yeah, coming to America. How are you, buddy? I'm glad to be here. It's good to see you, Nancy. Great to see you. It's happy good third. To be here. Yes, happy third. Thank you. So uh, we're gonna have some fun today. Actually, we got some really fun guests coming in and on, and we're going to talk about beer, baseball, and whatever the hell Pat Bradley wants to get into. Could you get more America than that? I can't. No, it doesn't happen. Unless we got some hot dogs or something. But what do you eat? What's your go-to eat on Fourth? You know, I I am a, a hot dog and ribs. Yep. Like me some any any meat on the bone. Yeah. I'm all about. That's what we do with your picks too. I, like the meat on the bone picks. <laughs> I want a lot of payoff on my picks. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I like a good hot dog. And I heard them talking earlier. I'm a fan of Nathan's hot Same. dogs. Same. Uh, I think if I had to rank them, I'd have to go Dodger Dog first. Mm. Very good. Okay. And then Nathan's is a is a and Hebrew Nationals are oh, yeah. really good too. Yeah. Maddox was asking me about kosher, and he's like, "Why are these all kosher?" I was like, "I don't know." We were at a Cubs game the other day. It's like kosher hot dog, kosher yeah. Chicago dog, kosher yep. this. I was like, "I don't know." It's something about the preparation, right? So I'm yes. a, I'm a complete moron yes. on that. But yeah, kosher has to be. Uh, it's the way they slaughter the pigs or yeah. slaughter the animals or yeah. something and, and only certain parts of the animal i believe oh there's parts in there yes yes there are yes there are what do you like on your hot dog uh mustard and relish we debate this all the time i'll take chili i'll take cheese i'll take uh tomatoes like i love a chicago dog but never ever 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 ketchup no i'm not either yeah. but you know what's funny i do like a chicago dog but mm-hmm. i like dissect it when i eat it oh you do yeah like with a fork and knife well, kind of, but I'm, I'll eat certain parts, mm-hmm. you know, the the pickle and all that kind of stuff, and then I'll eat the dog. Interesting. Almost make it a full meal. I got gotcha. you. Like a four course? A, a little bit, yes. Uh, yes. I do like a Chicago dog. I took Maddox while I was gone to a Cubs game. We went and saw the Cubs lose to the Phillies. I think they got swept in that series, actually, so it was disappointing. They were gaining some ground, and then they kind of fell off, but great experience. You know, Wrigley Field. and um, There's nothing better than Wrigley. He's been there before, but he was little. He was yeah. he was quite a bit younger, and so it was it was a good day for us. We, we walked around Chicago. We got some Giordano's. We went to the ball game, did a little shopping. I mean, we were like a couple of teenage girls. We were going crazy. Like, <laughs> like we stole daddy's credit card. Didn't go to the Bean. No. We, we got so we got in town. We got in town just. I mean, you know, and you go to Jordan's. It takes like it's a two-hour process. So uh, it takes forty-five yeah. minutes to make the pizza. Yeah. And then we were both wiped because it had been a long week, and so we went back to our hotel and hung out for a while. And then we went over to Wrigleyville early and um, went to a couple different spots before. And then we went in there and hung out. We walked all over Wrigley and saw all the memorabilia and all that crap. And it was. Did good. you go to the Cubby Bear across the street? Did not for a cocktail. No, but I've been there many times. That's a good experience right there. My buddy used to be a part owner in a place called Merkel's. It's down from the from Wrigley, and we went to Merkel's and had a couple beers. Before. Okay. I did. He didn't. Yeah, I had a really good time. My my while living in Chicago, taking the train down. I mean, I could still remember Harry Carey yeah. calling the games. And, yeah. you know, they'd have disco nights and they'd have, you know, a 70s band across the street at the at the Cubby Bear. But, man, that's that's good times. It's a good spot. You know, I was telling uh, Maddox about this when I was a kid. And it's funny because I tried to get my dad and my brother to come. My brother couldn't get off work and my dad's like, I don't even like baseball. I'm like, that's not the point, Frank. It's You're going to come experience. spend some... Exactly. So when I was a kid, he actually got, he got dragged along by my grandfather. So my grandfather, my Uncle Joe, was one of my favorite people. And my dad and my and me all went over to a Cubs game, and the uh, we were going we went over the night before. I don't remember what we did. I was I was pretty young. I was probably I was probably Max's age, so I was probably fifteen, fourteen, okay. fifteen. And we go to the game the next day, and it's the bottom of the ninth. The Cubs are down one, and Mark Grace hits a solo shot to force extra innings. Tenth, eleventh. We're driving back after the game that night. It's five hours or so. Twelfth. No way. 13th. 14th. We do the 7th inning stretch again. You know, that was when Harry yeah. Harry was calling the games yes. and he's he did the 7th so he did the 7th inning stretch twice. 15th. 16th. You're kidding. I swear to you, my grandpa was like, "We're out." So we all get up and leave, and we're listening to the and game. And by that time, everybody's down by the by home plate. No, it was still and, full. Nobody left. Oh, it was still full. Yeah, because it was an after. A lot of people it was like a noon. It was like a noon game. Oh, okay. You know, so it was early game. Okay. We're like, oh, it'd be great. It's we'll be home like early. Twelve thirty at night. Right. Early. No. Yeah. Exactly. So if it had been a seven o'clock, forget about it. Yeah. So we're driving back, and it was getting dark. But I mean, we uh, we're listening to the final inning. The Cubs ended up losing three to two. So it was probably good that we left. But uh, oh my they, And they were playing the Expos, and Max like, who's the Expos? I'm like, well, they used to be a thing, buddy. <laughs> so anyway, but it was cool. It was a good 20 experience. Twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it was fun. We uh, we started out in Kansas City. We went and saw uh, Maggie Rose, who I'm a big fan of. I've been telling the listeners about her. She played the Rev Room the next night, uh, honestly, so it was kind of weird. So we saw her in KC, and then she came down here. But she's so Very great, so you cool. need to check her out if you get a chance to see her. Um, but anyway, so good to be back, and obviously a lot happened since we, uh, I've been off, and, and I know it probably was talked about ad nauseum. Josh, you can certainly... Uh, you know, fill in the gaps here, but you know the, the biggest news from when I was gone was you know the Ryan Mallet uh, death, and I got a I got a comment from somebody, a text from somebody, and then I started getting you know tweets like crazy and the whole thing, and there was a follow up to the story and over the weekend that there was alleged I guess there was no riptide, so yeah, that was the story. There was no riptide, and then uh, there was recently a release of some of the the body cam footage mm. from one of the police officers, or one of the first responders, gotcha. I should say. Um, but yeah, super, super sad. And I, I knew he was a coach. I wasn't aware he was the head coach yeah. uh, over at Whitehall. So yeah, a lot of those kids got to experience uh, you know, him as a, as a really good leader. But man, just... There's a, been a lot of deaths because of because of the riptide right. uh, this summer in Florida. I think they said they had like two dozen deaths already this yeah. summer. I think it'd be staying out of the water. Yeah, them, a lot of people struggle yeah. against it. You don't really. I mean, obviously that type of situation, you panic, you freak, um, and just try to fight it. But you right. got to swim parallel. Right. And even if there isn't one, you know, look, we we all have been there and we'll be there again. I mean, you, you're having a good time, you're drinking drinks, and you're probably not at your physical best, even for Orion, who was a specimen. I mean, it's it's obviously a cautionary tale. This is, I didn't want to, like last week would not have been the time necessarily to start trying to have a learning moment here. Right. You know, where mourning is lost and still do, but I think it, you know, this weekend's going to be a big, Nancy's, you know, down in Hot Springs, huge lake weekend, huge lake weekend all over the country. It's going to be a huge ocean weekend for yes. people around the country. Yes. So it, you know, to me, again, I always told my kids this even related to pools. I'm like, you know, the water in the deep end is the same as the water in the shallow end, right? So I'm, I don't like to get out too far. And I, I just, it's just such an awful thing to have happen. Um, and again, I don't think you know most of us, at least, uh, if we're being honest, don't have all of our faculties with us 100%. When you're in a safe place like a beach and you're walking down... You're, you're really staring a hole through me right now. I'm just Listen, kidding. Listen, no. I, I could be looking in a mirror like I've been there. I yeah. mean, But I also have so much respect and, and fear of water that I don't ever want to put myself in a bad situation. But again, I'm sure... You know, look, Ryan's still a young, fit... was a young, fit dude. And again, we all have that sort of sense of invincibility until you get to be a certain age and you're like... Oh, I could go at any moment. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you know. Yeah, I've, I've had two very near uh, water scary incidents. I mean, where I had to have somebody pull me out uh, out of a lake yeah. from a skiing accident. And then. Uh, Stuff. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Almost drowning me yeah. in the Sockandaga up in upstate New York. But yeah, water is water can be a scary thing. It's very powerful. Well, I want people to be really careful this weekend. You know, we talk a lot about fireworks safety this time of year, and busiest time for hand surgeons this time of year as well. There's no doubt. I've got a I'm, I know a guy that had him blew his hand off. He was a very talented artist, and you know this was a long time ago. But I mean, it's just an awful thing to have happening. Anyway, I want everybody to be safe out there. I'm going to start the show on such a downer, but um, you know, again, I think it's a good thing to, to reiterate. I think everybody. That. And I told Maddox, he was going to the lake with a buddy this week, and I said, listen, don't be stupid. And, and again, I'm always like worried about a prop. I'm like, make sure the boat's off. Make sure you guys are being oh smart. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's teenagers, and they're, sometimes they're a little bit careless. Yeah. It's nothing, you know, and they're not drinking. Well, but they I think mean, they're invincible, too. That's true, too. Nothing's going to happen. So anyway, I want everybody to be safe and get back here uh, after the 4th of July. It is weird if it being on a Tuesday. It's kind of a bummer. I'm going to go to a Travs game tonight, though. I'm excited. And oh. speaking of that, we've got some guests coming in. Stephen Davis. Of course, Travs uh, won the first half, which is awesome, and off to a good start here in the second half. And so it'll be a good weekend. They're doing fireworks tonight and tomorrow, I oh, think, awesome. if, if I'm right. I'm, I'm sure they're doing them tonight, so I'm assuming they're doing them tomorrow. I think they did them last Friday also. But anyway, Stephen will fill in the gaps on that. And he's bringing Isaiah Campbell, who is a former Razorback and current Travs pitcher, who is one of only a couple of professional pitchers in the minors who has yet to lose a game this year. He's 6-0. and and he's having a great season, and he's been through a lot. And and I've got some of the information in the yeah. the little packet there, Nancy. But he has been through injuries. He got you know sidelined by COVID for a while. The minor leagues, of course, didn't play. So he's had a, a hard road to get to this point where he's really thriving. And I would think, and, and obviously he and Steven will know better. I'll be curious to see what their thoughts are. But he's a guy that I think would be probably called up at any time. He's just having such a great um, year so far this year, and I would think that he could help just about any other team in their organization. I mean, at what point are you, I mean, at, yeah, especially going uh, six solid games, at what point are you really on pins and needles waiting for yeah. that phone call, you know, waiting to be called in by Skip or whoever in yeah. the office and just say, hey, pack your stuff, you're going up. No doubt. 
So we'll uh, look forward to talking to those guys. Pat Bradley will join us. He was on with the morning guys today. Pat's hanging out in New York this weekend. I heard. Yeah, he's kicking it with Guy Whitney, who's a great character himself. And those two guys should not be allowed on the streets of any town, let alone a place like New York. But they're going to the hot dog eating contest tomorrow. So Pat, Joey, Pat and I have always been sort of fascinated by this. We actually had Joey Chestnut on one day. You did? And he was great, as you would expect. Um, and I got a little background on his sort of his success and some of the weirdest things. You know, we were we got in a conversation this weekend because they were showing an old hot dog eating contest on TV, and we were like, "Are they doing it today?" Because it looked like it was current. But anyway, so it was an old one because they're not doing it until tomorrow, like normal. Um, but this guy has been in all kinds of different contests. I mean, and I wish that you know, Hot Springs did that corned beef deal one year. Yeah. I wish they would do that every year, and I don't know how hard it is to do yeah, it. I was thinking about that when they were and the guys were talking earlier. Yeah. I mean, it was. I wish they could do that every year because it is such a staple. Uh, item for Hot Springs, yeah, and they love quirky, different things. It just seems like it would be perfect to continue. Be perfect for the St. Pat's Parade. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what the holdup was or what the hangup was on that. And I'm sure it's probably not cheap to do it officially sanctioned. But I'm just curious what what went down there. Maybe Steve Harrison would uh, fill us in if we run into him at some point. But is Kobayashi I don't, still I, around? I heard the guy's talking about. He hasn't been in it in years. He got he got kicked you out. Remember, of the, he caused trouble that one year where he showed up in the crowd. Everybody was kind of freaking out about it. But I hadn't heard his name since then. I love that a uh, a food competitive eater is causing trouble. Well, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> but, but he was larger than life before Joey. Yeah. And Pat, I heard Pat mention Kobayashi, so I don't know if he's in, uh, expected to be back this year or what. There was a big, uh, like a a big docu- documentary several years ago. It might have been E60 or one of those. Yeah. That, uh, speaking, of, maybe please have a moment of silence for ESPN. Gosh, my goodness, yes, yeah, save the days. sign of the cross for those poor people. Uh, but yeah, there was a really cool documentary about how those guys train for something like this. You know, eating. Uh, I think five heads of lettuce, you know, to, oh. to spread out their stomach and all that kind of stuff. What's the most of one food you've ever eaten, Justin? It's a great question. Um, I mean, you know, I'm thinking probably college, probably at a large pizza or something in the sitting, something like that. I don't know. I, my favorite meal or the, like the most gross over the top meal I ever ate was as a kid. I had, uh, we'd been at the lake all day. And I came back and I ate a double uh, double whopper with cheese, onion rings, fries, shake, and a Coke, which I was like seven. So that I was, was a say, lot. So you had like uh, no metabolism at that time, or the highest metabolism, highest metabolism. When, you're, yeah. when you're at seven. Thank God. So how about you? You got a, you you know got an what? answer? I think one time I I ate, and now it's it's deceiving when you say this, but I I ate uh, three solid flats of crawfish. That's impressive. Actually, you know but what? See, the the tails are so tiny compared to the weight of the actual crawfish. You suck the head. Yeah. Okay, just checking. Well, but you know what's worse? It's like when they're when they're really dry. Josh has a running. I uh, can't escape the morning show. Sorry. Anywhere I go. I Josh guess. has a, sorry to sidebar. <laughs> Josh has a running thing with the morning show about how they don't turn their phones off. I haven't been in the studio for a week, so I'm out of practice. So anyway, uh, I got a text back from somebody I wished a happy birthday to this morning. But anyway, uh, happy birthday, I, Todd. I have a nasty one. Go ahead. So mine was, uh, I ate so much, uh, what is the place called? Panda Express. Yeah. Oh. Their caramelized shrimp, whatever it was. Yeah. This was during COVID. I have not had it in two and a half years. A lot I of MSG like right there. Oh, yeah. my God. Did you get Man, sick? Goes, Were you, yes. See, I got watering off from vi- that? <laughs> Violently. I was violently ill. I have a horrible curse that things I've gotten sick off of, food or alcohol, it doesn't bother me. I can go right back to it the next day. It's such a weird thing. I have not been scared off of anything over the years, even though I've gotten sick on Panda Express things. and uh, Burnett's. Those are, those, are, those are two things that are no longer in my repertoire. Should not be drink. Tito's only, buddy. Tito's only. Keep Did it clean. Did you just say brunettes? Yeah, Bur- in college. <laughs> well, 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 no. Is it Bur- brunettes no, vodka? No, oh, I thought you said brunettes. I'm no, like, brunettes I don't vodka. Like Man, what did she do hair. to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the vodka uh, from, I, from I, I knew what you meant, sadly. Yeah. One one birthday, I uh, got overserved on uh, Long Island iced teas, and that's the one You time, mean you had one? Well, no, I had about six of them, and then the bartender, so <laughs> no more of those. <laughs> I had a bad uh, Long Island night that was coupled with hot chicken wings. Oh, oh my God. Horrible. The horrible. Oh, I can't you had get... it coming out both ends. Oh, it, was, it was not good. Anyway, <laughs> so I was reading through some of the uh, Joey Chestnut stuff and, you know, his net worth and his background, and we'll get into a little bit more of this with Pat. But I'm, I'm always curious about some of the stuff they've done. Sponsored by Pepsi. Yeah, no doubt. What's funny, yeah, they were talking about Pepto-Bismol moments here, but he, uh, so he ate, and I guess it was just like a, um, an exhibition deal he did, but Goldman Sachs brought him in at a summit in D.C., and he ate, you're not going to believe me, he ate 17 and a half pounds of cherry pie. <laughs> 
17 and a half pounds of pounds, cherry not pie. Not just pie, pounds. but pounds. It's disgusting. I mean, the one that gets me is like stuff like, you know, they'll have a butter eating contest or God, things that like makes that. me think of Stand, Stand By Me. Yeah. Where the kids go to, oh, yeah, that's right. Remember? And that, Total Bar for Rama. Yes. Absolutely, you bet. Yeah. So anyway, all that aside, we're going to get to some real stuff with Pat. You know, NBA free agency has been hot. Of course, Austin Reeves decided to stay with the Lakers. Patrick Beverly is going to be at the Sixers. So we'll talk to Pat about some of the places. It is amazing, though, some of these guys who are, in our opinion, not great players that are getting 20-plus million a year. It's insane. Dylan Brooks. Yes, Dylan Brooks. Fred Van Vliet. Yep. I mean, those two were just shockingly yeah. massive contracts. It's amazing. And I don't know what... And, and then there's guys that I've never even... I mean, and, and again, Chris would be like, oh, you've never heard of that guy? No, I haven't, Christian. But if he was here, he'd make fun of me. But I'm like, I've never even heard of this dude, and he's getting like $16 million this year. I don't know. It's crazy. Good for them. I got no problem with it. Speaking of money, I also have... They came in over the weekend on the newspaper, the Democrat Gazette, the list of um, earnings for the University of Arkansas employees. And I guess we hadn't talked about them in a while, so like, I didn't remember like exactly what Pittman was getting and what um, Coach Moss was getting. But, man, there's some of these assistant coaches. I was like, that dude's getting six figures? And that doesn't include, I'm sure there's type of bonuses if they get to, sure. you know, bowls and, right. and you know, winning it, season. If you beat Kansas and end up seven and six, uh, you uh, you get extra <laughs> money. And you get rings, which that, and people got a tizzy about that. But anyway. Anyway, Pat's brought to you by River City Flooring. Got the Red White Report brought to you by Big O Tires. Our buddy Reed is coming up from the Great Arkansas Beer Festival, and we're going to talk to him about... Uh, how things are going for that? That's always fun, Nancy. You've probably not attended because it's up here, but it is a great event. So what we they used to have the Rock City Margarita Festival, which we were involved in, and the Great Arkansas Beer Festival. Well, they combine the two to make one super party. That's my kind of party. You would love it, and it's at the State House Convention Center. Thousands of people, all packed in, but it's good because there's alcohol, so there won't be any uh, issues with uh, you know you're not going to catch anything from anybody. It's all good. Everybody's drinking. It's good. Hey, we could have pulled this lots thing of off de- during COVID. Lots of designated drivers. That's true, too. Yeah, uh, thanks to first. Oakland is one of our sponsors, speaking nice. of. Tito's Handmade Vodka. They'll be there as I well. I am a fan of Tito's. Yeah, that's, that's what not, Paul drinks. It's not margarita, and it's not beer, but it is great. And so they're going to be there. Hornitos, I think, actually is providing the tequila for the people doing the margaritas. But yeah, Tito's is great. I'm a Tito's guy, too. Salt or rocks? Uh, salt or rocks what? Margarita? I mean, frozen or rocks. <laughs> salt on both. Uh, I like both, honestly. I would do either one. I don't I don't have a preference, necessarily. I probably drink more rocks, but I like I like blended. Yeah, I think if I'm at a beach, I would rather have frozen mm-hmm. or around a pool. But if I'm at a restaurant, give me some rocks. Got to thank Mosquito Joe as well as another sponsor. So, uh, I see Steven walking in, and there is uh, Isaiah, because you can't miss him. He's a, he's a tall dude. So we're going to talk to them. I don't, I don't think he's ever been on the show, certainly not in studio before, but we've been talking about getting him up here for a while, so I'm really glad they could make it in. I don't know if he's got a chance to pitch or not, but uh, I encourage everybody to go. Low 90s tonight, and that's a, comparatively that's a nice pretty good. summer evening compared to what we had last week. Mm-hmm. Balmy. Yes. A couple cold ones. A uh, Nathan's and hot a, dog. And a dog. Get yeah. you some beer and some dogs. That's, ha- that's a good time at the at the ballpark. Peanuts hot dog beer every oh, time. Oh, gotta. I don't, Mandatory. Did I say peanuts hot dog? Yeah, peanuts yeah. hot dog. Don't I don't eat popcorn. Peanuts, Nancy. <laughs> hot dog and beer. I don't eat uh, popcorn don't at the ball game. I love when I come in I and it's just like... This is I, the perfect I, I time reserve, of year to have I you I to a 12-year-old boy. Complete nonsense. <laughs> That's what we do on July 3rd. It's uh, great to be here and uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. Those of you who have to work like us today, sorry about that. Also, Wimbledon's underway. I'm watching a little bit about that this morning, too, so... Anywho, uh, stick around. We'll be back. Much more coming up. We're going to talk some Travis baseball on the other side. Nancy Holtis, Justin Acri, and Josh Neighbors with the hangover from the morning show. Silence your phones, please. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Sports 
Center. Busy weekend across the NBA. Plenty of business being done as NBA free agency kicked off. Here's some of the big deals that went down. The Sacramento Kings extended their star big man, Demonis Sabonis. The contract is a five-year, $217 million extension that could keep the former Gonzaga Bulldog in Sacramento over the next five years. The Kings also extended forward Harrison Barnes last week. Houston Rockets are signing former Memphis Grizzlies guard Dylan Brooks to a four-year, $80 million contract. They also inked former Raptors guard Fred Van Vliet to a three-year, $130 million contract last week. Portland Trailblazers guard Damian Lillard formally requested a trade from Portland over the weekend. Lillard has expressed a desire to play for Miami, according to ESPN's Mark Spears, but without a no-trade clause, the Blazers have been able to take calls from teams across the league. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Have you been outside recently and you have that pain in your back or your shoulder, maybe even in your knee? Well, why don't you get rid of it? Take your life back. Go check out my friends over at QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. You know, I had a friend call me the other day, and he says, you know, I've got some really bad back pain. And he goes, I, I just don't have time to, to be out of work and not be able to do what I do every day. And I told him, I said, you need to call my friends over at QC Kinetics. So he did. He went through the free consultation. And the next thing you know, he calls me. He says, you know what? My back is feeling amazing. If you're that same guy or gal and you've got that nagging pain in your back, your knees, your shoulders, just call QC Kinetics today. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right to where the pain is. The best part, no invasive surgery, no harmful drugs, and no downtime. Give QC Kinetics a call today for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Ackrey and Wes Moore. I got my peaches out in Georgia, oh yeah. I get my weed from California, that's that. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I see you, oh, the way I breathe you in. It's the texture of your skin. Welcome back to The Zone here in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio. A couple of special guests in. And Wes is going to be mad at me because I scheduled this while he was gone. Nancy, you're welcome. This is all for you. <laughs> Isaiah Campbell is here. like my baseball. Former Razorback, current Travelers, having a phenomenal season. Stephen Davis, the voice of the Travs, also here. Guys, good to see you. Welcome. One special guest is here. That's Isaiah. Oh, buddy. I've been here all the time. <laughs> yeah, but you're still special to us. I never really? take you for granted, buddy. I never really? take you for granted. Just oh. like Nancy. She's been in here a bunch, but we still appreciate her every time. But actually, Isaiah, it's really best to see you anyway. Yeah, thanks for having me on. How are you? I'm doing well. Man, you're having a great year. Congratulations so far. You guys win the first half, and we were talking in the break about celebrations, and obviously you guys got a lot of baseball ahead of you, but uh, that was fun. I mean, you don't win a first half all the time. That's a cool thing to to be able to celebrate. Yeah, I mean, uh, having a good year, and uh, it's a really good team to be on, and I mean, it's hard to win in baseball. You're, you're at the field every day, and... But we have a really good group of guys. It's fun to be around, and we uh, it's like our 27 really close guys. and So it's fun to pop some bottles, and uh, hopefully we can win the second half and bring a championship here. Yeah, that would be cool. So that's that's a goal, I guess? That's that's the goal. We have a couple guys who have been in this league for a couple years. Um, 
and they're tired of one certain team popping bottles in front of them. So hmm. it was. We're uh, gonna name names. No, we'll, I, we'll keep that away. I guess we can read our history <laughs> and figure that out. But um, so, what about you? I mean, do you expect to be here at the end of the season to celebrate a championship? Uh, you know, I don't think about that stuff. Um, just kind of keep with the process, and um, the results will come. And whenever whenever that comes, it comes. But really, just enjoy my time with this team and. I uh, love coming to the field every day in Little Rock, and so don't really think about that stuff. Just go out and do what I do every day. You've been through a lot, you know, early on in your professional career, and I was kind of reading your backstory. Obviously, COVID was impactful to all the minor leaguers, and you included, and I guess you were maybe turned your attention elsewhere. I guess, did you, were you looking at maybe your degree, I guess, or were you filling in some time there doing uh, what you were going to do outside of baseball? Was that right? Did I read that right? Uh, no. So during COVID, um, I actually graduated in four years from the university. So when I was there for the four years, I I got my degree in criminal justice. Um, but during COVID, I was back home and then went to actually to the alternate site uh, for the Mariners up in uh, Seattle. Um, so, I mean, I was still doing baseball, and then uh, 21 actually got hurt, had an elbow injury. And, right. Um, so that kind of set me back, and I was a starter at that time. Uh, went to the bullpen last year, and it was the best thing for my career. Um, just better on my arm, and, I mean, I didn't think it would be uh, that quick of a adjustment and I'd have success that quick, but I think just with my process and everything, it's it's been a really good adjustment and a transition. So you've embraced that role, obviously, and I guess you want to help your team however you can, but is there any thoughts of maybe being a starter again at some point, or do you like this role now? Uh, you know, I think it's it fits me well. I like the role. Um, I kind of joke with the coaching staff whenever, because we've had a couple bullpen days this uh, year with a couple injuries to the stars and stuff, and I always tell them, hey, I, can, I used to be a starter. I can get you a couple innings out there, but... Um, you know, I think coming out coming out in the game late in the late in the game, it's it's fun and it kind of brings a lot of adrenaline. So I enjoy it. I'm sure there's a lot of anxiety that's going into a, a game where you know you're starting it, and and again, excitement and nervous energy and that kind of thing. When you don't know if you're going to throw on a given night, like tonight we were talking about, you could throw, could not. Um, how do you how do you sort of stay in the game, and how do you try to get yourself mentally prepared if your number's called? Yeah, I think it's uh it's different for everybody. Um, there's some guys who are pretty focus locked in from pitch one um i'm kind of the opposite i kind of just enjoy like messing around laughing enjoying the time in the bullpen with the guys and then kind of once my name's called and once i come out of the bullpen gates that's kind of when i lock it in so um i think for each person you could ask 10 different bullpen guys and each person would say something different yeah is there a difference mentally for you having gone from a starter to you know coming out later in the game from from a from a mental standpoint yeah, I think a little like bit. A prep, like maybe a prep prep scenario? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, prep-wise, you have the whole week as a starter to kind of get ready. You have your bullpen midweek in between outings. Um, you're lifting. You have a better lifting schedule. Um, as a reliever, it's completely different, though. You don't know when you're throwing, so you're kind of just setting up uh, when you're going to lift kind of before the week starts, and then you might lift the same day you throw. Um so it's, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty as a bullpen guy, but um, just kind of finding something that works for you is the best way to do it. Do you and like the spontaneity of that? Say that again? Do you like the, the kind of the, hey, let's go, or do you like the, the, the prep that you had before? Um, I, I like this better. Um, I'm a person who uh, I think the more I like sit there and think about stuff, the more like I kind of get my head spinning stuff. Gotcha. So when I get my name call, I just get up on the mound, warm up, and I'm in the game, and it's, for me, it's just like, all right, you have 10 to 20 pitches tonight, lock in for these 10 to 20, and do your job, and get ready for the next outing. Talking to Isaiah Campbell, Stephen Davis is here as well um, in the studio. Traps tonight, only Monday game of the season, right? Correct. So if you want to catch and fireworks tonight? Fireworks tonight, 6 o'clock start, fireworks, big fireworks show, obviously. Yep. We're not home for the 4th, so tonight's it. Ballpark is open tomorrow night for the folks who want to watch the downtown fireworks. Ballpark opens at 7. Ah, okay. Concessions will be open. But you guys are on the road. We're on the road, but Lance will be out on the field entertaining folks with some stuff. Concessions will be open. You don't have to fight for a seat to watch the fireworks. So ballpark open tomorrow night. For the downtown fireworks ballpark open tonight for a game right. with fireworks after. Perfect. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I will be there tonight for that. Um, Isaiah, I want to go back to uh, sort of, you know, you're, you're getting to where you are now. And again, we talked about the injuries you fought through and then the COVID waiting and all that kind of thing. 
Um, I mean, 6-0 and this year. There's only a couple of guys who are associated to Arkansas in any way, whether they grew up here or played for one of the teams in the state, that haven't lost a game yet. And you're sitting at 6-0. and Your ERA is great. What, what's been the key to your success from a pitching standpoint? What pitches have worked well for you? What's been in your growth and your development? What's been best for you and been most effective? Yeah, I think, the uh, for one, the 6-0 and is a, a lot of luck. Um, I've come in in extra innings, I think, five times this year, so that always helps because it's a tied game. So, um, And then just kind of for my success and my growth this year, I mean, um, my slider's always been my go-to pitch, but I've kind of learned a new one, a, a harder, uh, tighter slider this year. Um, but, man, just throwing strikes, um, not being scared, timid, trying to be too cute, just going after hitters. I know I have the stuff to do it. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm just going to go at them with my best stuff, and if they hit it that day, they hit it. If not, like, um, I did my job. Um, I think the big thing as a bullpen guy, too, is you have a job. It's to get three outs. Whether you you uh, walk a couple guys, give a couple hits, like, if you get three outs with no runs, you did your job that night. Um, you can go back in the next day and figure out what to do better, but uh, doing your job is getting three outs, no runs, and that's what I've been doing a lot this year. Um and like I said, I, I worry about my process more than re- my results. If you're worried about like results, um, you're going to go into a head spin if you're not doing good. Um, so if you worry about your process and you have a good process and you stick to it day by day, results are going to come. Yeah, so. I'm, sure, I'm assuming you've had outings where you're like, man, I just did not have my best stuff tonight. You still pitch well or were effective at nights where you probably felt like you had great stuff and you know they just happened to hit you that night. I think uh, for me, usually like the best outings of the days where I feel like I have nothing. Um, Fighting the command, don't know, don't really know where anything's going. Um, but I think those days you're more locked in. The days where you kind of come in and you're like, oh man, I have everything today. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like not more. You're more relaxed, and you. I think it it affects me more than it probably affects other people. But I mean, also in baseball, you might have your best stuff one out of twenty times. Mm-hmm. So you just have to go out there and compete with whatever you have that night. So they just announced the All Star teams, and Shohei Otani, I think the third time now, is going to be a two way player. As a guy who pitches professionally, how do you? I mean, just give me your perspective. I mean, I know what I think. I'm not a guy who played professional anything. So, what, what do you when you see that and, and see what he's doing as a pitcher and as a hitter? Uh, just give me kind of your thoughts on what he's, what he's accomplished so far. Um, it's impressive. It's one of the most impressive things you'll see in baseball. Um, I mean, I know as a as a pitcher, I mean, our schedules not as long or not as tedious as a hitter's. But I mean, we still do stuff throughout the whole day and then add that on to hitting and get into the batting cage and uh, facing guys who are I mean the average fastball I think this year in the MLB is right under 95 or right around 95 so um, just going out there every day and giving your team seven innings and then having 30 home runs already this year it's it's unbelievable. I mean, when he gets his contract next year, it's it's going to be a lot of money. Yeah, no doubt. I know pro athletes are always creatures of habit. Uh, my lifelong, I should say lifelong best friend is a former baseball play, pitcher for the minor leagues. He's got some great stories, but he's been a creature of habit and he always had like certain things that he would, you know, a certain pair of socks or, or something like that. Do you have any like routine, certain routines that you do every day before you go out or something before you go to the mound or something you always have on you or anything like that 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 comes to mind? Yeah, I think two things for me that I've done for a while now. Um, the first one, I don't know when it started. But I always put my left sock on before my right sock. Um, <laughs> I don't know when it started, why I started it, but every single day I put my left sock on before my right sock. And now you're ten times more subconscious about it. I don't. Even, I'm not even like subconscious about you it. You just, just do it. I that still way. do it every day. <laughs> left sock, right sock. I don't know when it started. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, in a, I think 2018, my uh, redshirt sophomore year at Arkansas, I started wearing long sleeves every outing, um, whether it was 20 degrees or 115. I wear long sleeves every outing that I throw. Um, and I think it's just because there's so much uncertainty and so much um, stuff that can change every day in baseball that that's kind of my one constant that I have every single day when I throw. So the balls might not be rubbed up well. It might be sticky. It might You might not be able to grip a baseball. The mound might not be good. It's just one less thing you have to worry about. So I always wear long sleeves when I pitch. Is it? Do you vary the, the level of thickness of the shirt on the heat? No, I have the exact same. I wear a black Seattle Mariners undershirt every single game hmm. since I've been in the Mariners. Like a dry fit shirt? 
Uh, yeah, dry fit, and then I had at Arkansas was a long sleeve red one. Okay, so it's been the same one. So you guys have been doing pitch clock a little bit longer. We've been we were focused on early in the season. In fact, West had probably our biggest fight of the year over pitch clock and what kind of impact it was going to have on the season. Uh, I ended up being right, which is always the case, almost always. It's just, Notice how we got that in. It's so exhausting. How many, time, really how many more times are we going to hear that during the show? Well, not a lot, because Wes isn't here to argue <laughs> with me, so as far as everybody knows, I'm right. Um, does it? Do you think about it at all, or is it just second nature now? Uh, it's just second nature now. Um, I think, for me, I've always been a guy who works pretty quick on the mound anyway, mm-hmm. so I don't really, it's never bothered me, but I think some guys, it was a learning curve when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's still a learning curve for some of the guys in the big leagues um, on just how fast it actually is. Um, but also at the same time, like you don't realize how much time you actually have in between pitches. Mm-hmm. Um, like with 20, I think it's in the bigs, it's 20 seconds in between pitches with runners on. That's that's a lot of time. Yeah. Um, so for you to kind of be having pitch clock violations, you have to be working pretty slow. So, um, And I, I think for... The position players, like, they'll tell you, like, the faster a pitcher works, the more locked in they are. Sure, that makes sense. Have there been violations? Oh, yeah. Just not very common. I haven't seen many this year, but it's been, there have been a couple of high-profile ones that have been impactful with college, pro, whatever, but... So, what is, what is the uh, penalty? Uh, so, if you, for a pitcher, if you don't throw the pitch before zero seconds, you get an automatic ball, and then for a hitter... In the minors, it's nine seconds, and I'm thinking the big leagues, it's eight seconds. If you're not looking at the pitcher, you get an automatic strike. Which is weird. I never got that part of it. I was like, for the hitter, I'm like, okay, if he's not watching, wow. so what? That's his bad. Yeah, right. Throw throw a strike at him. If you uh, get beamed or you get a strike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't I don't really get that part of it, I guess. Um, you know, in, in Bull Durham, there's that famous scene where he, uh, the catcher's talking to to, to, to uh, Nuke, and he said, don't, don't fake me, just throw. Do you find that the less you're thinking, you kind of already alluded to this, but the quicker you work, the less... Do you have negative thoughts to seep in if you're, if you're working a little slow? Yeah, I mean, just the quicker you work, I mean the less time you have to think. I mean, obviously you want to think a little bit like we, with the Mariners, we talk about like a funnel and kind of get into your, the bottom of your process where like you kind of think about the last pitch and then kind of like take what you learn from that. But like, I mean, it's quick. The longer, the more you sit there and think about that stuff, like the more you're going to doubt what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So like for me, it's like the faster I can go, just not think about what happened, not think about what's going to happen next. Just whatever that pitch is, whatever uh, the catcher gives me for the call, just come set and get ready to go. We were all hoping to be in Omaha this year. Arkansas came up a little yeah. bit short. It was a great run last year. We had a lot of fun up there. Um, you know, when you think back about your career and the memories, uh, you had a lot of good moments. What what are things that you stand out now as you're a couple years removed from, from Fayetteville? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, for one, this year was fun to watch from the outside. I think the last two years, or, yeah, the last three years, I guess, yeah. 2021, too, um, they've been really good years. And, I mean, I think Coach Van Horn's going to get his – He's going to get it at some point. Um, that national that national transfer is coming at some point. Um, the way he keeps bringing in new recruits and the transfer portal now. Uh, but I mean, going back to my career, I think the two big things for me were just going to Omaha back to back years. Um, the season's long; it's tedious. I mean, you start in August, and when you make it to Omaha, you end in June. So I mean, that's ten months with some of my closest friends. I still in contact with most of the guys on that team and mm-hmm. uh, from both teams actually um and that 2018 run we were there for i think 16 days or whatever it was and i mean we fell short but i mean that's all we had for 16 days we were in a hotel we practiced we played baseball and that was it yeah um, so just kind of going through the the grind of a full season like that and getting to omaha i mean those are the memories that i i, I remember to this day and i mean guys on the team bring that stuff up all the time sure that season was obviously was you know so close but i mean what how do you feel about that at this point again a few years removed from it now i mean what it was obviously still a great year but uh you guys were right there yeah i mean uh i don't really think about it that much um i think more now is people who know about college baseball they're the ones who bring it up to me and they're like oh what how was it when the drop fly ball happened i mean and i think nowadays i'm like I'm in a better place to talk about it. It's just like, and it's baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TD Ameritrade's a big ballpark. It's uh, the adrenaline's rushing, and um, like everybody a part of that play. I mean, they're still my, be- they're all really good friends of mine. I see them. I've been to was at Eric Cole's wedding. I'll be at Jared Gates' wedding, and sh- me and Shaddy talk all the time. And um, so I mean, they, I know at that time they were getting a lot of the brunt of it. But I mean. 
there's other things in the game that could have happened that would have affected it mm-hmm. differently and um, so for me it's I can talk about it easier now but it's more of people coming up to me and being like hey you were part of that team or when they figure out I was at Arkansas they're like oh you were part of that drop fly ball yeah and so it's I just laugh about it now sure well it's a crazy game there's no doubt about that now did you have a transition pitching coach wise or did you have the same coach the whole time I had three pitching coaches actually okay so you had so Wes Dave Jorn was my pitching coach in 2016 okay and then I had uh, Wes Johnson yep. and then I had Coach Hobbs okay gotcha and you kind of talked about you know I, let, let me follow up on that real quick okay. I'm sorry Nancy so can you I mean was it different approaches on all of them and I'm assuming you took some things from all of those guys different different approaches maybe or not yeah I mean um, as people all three of them were great guys um, great human beings um were great to be around off the field and on the field, um, but definitely different approaches. Um, coach Jordan had been there for so many years, and uh, he was more of the old school type pitching coach. Um, and then we went to Wes Johnson, and uh, he kind of brought in that new school approach of a lot of analytics, a lot of different type of strength-based stuff, uh, more weighted balls. So that was kind of a learning curve for me when he got there. And then once Coach Hobbs came in, um, he's – him and Coach Johnson kind of have a lot of the sim- same similarities on how they go about their business with the weight of balls, analytics, and all that stuff. Um, but kind of just two different people in a way where Coach Johnson's really energetic. He's he's high octane energy all the time, and mm-hmm. uh, Coach Hobbs is more laid back, but like he's going to get in get into you when he needs to. Yeah. Uh, but they just they did it in two different ways. Just about out of time, Stephen. Uh, real quick, again tonight, six o'clock fireworks after the game. Yes, sir. Um, what else do we need to know? What's coming up promotionally? We get anything special other than fireworks tonight? Just fireworks tonight. That's uh, plenty for me. I mean, yeah, start Fourth of July early, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Get it going. Let's go. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And then y'all go to Northwest Arkansas. Okay. Make the short trip up. Very good. Uh, you know, they'll be revered up there again uh, in the northwest corner of the state. So uh, do they treat you well up there? Or do they boo you when you're pitching for the Travs? <sighs> Uh, this will be my first time going there, so I okay. don't know. Okay. I know uh, when Kevin Coffin went up there last year, they said he had a pretty good standing ovation and good. stuff. So I'm we'll see. I'm about to treat you well. I was college was a couple years ago, so I, I, you, it's been it's been a while. Yeah, so. you've been a while since <laughs> cops was one year. You've been a few years. We'll see. Yeah. If the, we'll test their memory a little bit. Yeah. Um, last thing here, Stephen. I guess uh, we alluded to it already, but you feel good about the second half? I mean, yeah. Depending on how the the roster shakes out and what well, kind of movement we see. Yeah, as Isaiah said, you know, you want to win, but these guys, the ultimate goal is not to be here. They they want to win while they're here, but the ultimate goal is get Triple A, get to the big leagues. You, we want these guys moving up out of here. If they play well, they'll get out of here. And I think that's one of the cool things about this team. That everybody on this team is pulling the rope in the same direction. They're competing against the other team. They're competing against each other sometimes for for individually. But they want to win while they're here, and I think that's great, and that's going to be for whoever is here. So if Isaiah's here, great. If not, it means he did something well and got out of here. We love that, too. Uh, it's going to be a good situation. we got enough guys on this team that even if some guys get promoted, we're going to have some good guys still here, and I think the Travs have a, a really good chance, a legitimate chance, to bring home a trophy this year. I love it. Awesome. Well, good luck tonight. Good luck the rest of the season. Isaiah, it was great having you in. Thank you for coming up. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you at the ballpark tonight, Stephen, 6 o'clock. Yes, sir. If you can't make it out tonight... 106.7. Catch it on Buzz 2. You got all it. All season long. We'll be back in a second and wrap up our first hour in the zone. The FedEx Cup playoffs start in Memphis at the FedEx St. Jude Championship. Come out to TPC Southwind August 9th through the 13th and watch the PGA Tour's top players battle to make it through Memphis. Enjoy Memphis at its finest with specialty cocktails, local eats, a vibrant atmosphere, and much more. Two kids 15 and under admitted free with a ticketed adult. Daily grounds and upgraded tickets are available now at FedExChampionship.com. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. 
It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Sometimes after a hard day of work, you just need a beer and a burger. Brewskis has you covered with seven different burgers. you got to try the juicy Brewskis featuring a cheese-stuffed all-beef patty topped with more cheese and thick-cut strips of bacon. It's going to be the burger that you crave. And wash it all down with an ice-cold beer with your choice from Great Draft selection of local and regional beers and all your favorite domestics. And if lunch goes long, the best happy hour drink specials in the city go till 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. And on Friday, happy hour goes all night. Brewskis, you're home for lunch. Happy hour. And late night. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is Mexican chicken for only $7.49, paired with roasted corn and black beans for just $4.99. It's the Ranger and Mercury Firecracker Blowout Sale. Going on now at all six Bradford Marina Day TV statewide locations. Check out the Regency 230 LE3 Sport with 250 Mercury Verado and get up to $10,000 in savings. Or try the Ranger 520R with Mercury 250 Pro XS and up to $5,000 inflation discount and a free cut. On the spot financing. Buy today, play today. Available now up to July 4th at all six Bradford Marina Day TV statewide locations. Your authorized Ranger dealer. From the Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, you're in the zone. Want to get into the show? Call or text 661 1037 or leave a message on our live fan feedback. Now, let's get back into the zone. This will be a short segment here. I appreciate those. I mean, look, we intentionally spent as much time with Isaiah Campbell and Stephen Davis as we could. Great to have those guys in. I've been trying to get Isaiah up here for a long time. My apologies to Wes. I love Wes. But uh, Stephen the other day is like, hey, you want me to come up Friday with Isaiah? And I'm like, no, I do not because I will not be there Friday. How about Monday? And I'm like, Sorry, Wes. Nancy and I want to hang out with Isaiah. How great is he? <laughs> Very talented. I mean, you know what's cool? This is the second time now in a row that I've been around professional athletes who are so humble and kind and generous with their time and we just had austin reeves on a couple weeks ago he and his brother spencer put on some camps around the state for kids that's awesome and then austin just signed a multi-million dollar deal with the lakers over the weekend so i mean just as humble as they can be and so great uh a great boss of mine years ago bob Steele, told me stay humble and you won't stumble and you know what those guys are living proof of that very Zig Ziglar of you. That's right. Well, that's uh, I'm cocky and I'm stuck, so that's probably what happened. <laughs> I should have listened more closely. But those guys are living it. Good for them. Anyway, that was fun. So I'm sorry for the short segment, but I was like, well, either we can yammer for an extra 10 minutes or we can talk to them for a little longer period of time, and I thought that was a good use of our time. So apologies for those of you who don't agree. But anyway, I'm wishing them the best of luck. Only Monday night game of the season tonight. And the good thing is most of us are not working tomorrow. So you can go to the Travs game, maybe hang out in Argento yeah. or downtown Little Rock afterwards. Make a night of it because you're going to get your fireworks tonight and then you can sleep in tomorrow. You're not going to miss any fireworks. You'll be back up by fireworks time tomorrow night. Spectacle spectacular. With a Tuesday, 4th of July, you got to go hard on the 3rd because you got to work on the 5th. So tonight's the oh. night, baby. Let's go. I'll see you at the Travs. We're back in a second. Red White Report coming up thanks to Big O Tires and... It is River City Flooring presenting Pat Bradley in the next segment as well. We'll see what that knucklehead's up to this 4th of July. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas and Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at